Well, welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. I've got the joy of sitting down with Kim Weir and Brent, Brent Buller. You got it. <laughs> uh, Kim, uh, thanks for, for being here with us. Uh, excited to take some time to connect the two Sundays, but also to talk a little bit about women's ministry. So would you just maybe share a little bit about plans for the fall and what we've got coming up for women's ministry? I'm just so excited to be at this point, right? To yes. get to this place where we're ready to start talking about how can we encourage each other, get back together, see each other's faces. And so I'm just happy to say, Houston, I think we have a plan. Oh, <laughs> I wow. love that. Incredible. Wow. It's almost like you do this for a living or something. I don't know. This is incredible. I, y'all can't see it right now, but Kim is drinking a cup of coffee, uh, and, and she is incredibly hospitable. Uh, that's a fact. That's been a mark of your ministry longer than I've been here. But tell us about FFE a little bit. Uh, yeah. So that's something that I think... People have heard about. It's, tell us about the heart of how that began and the plan moving forward in the fall for ladies that are involved with FFE and maybe many ladies that uh, that are out of college and uh, and older that are that are maybe thinking this might be a good spot for them to connect. Yeah, well, Bible study is a a great aspect of what we do, but FFE gets a more intimate connection between women. So FFE, if you don't know anything about it, actually stands for Friends for Eternity. If you think that's cheesy, that's okay. Just call it FFE. <laughs> but ultimately, that really is. We're putting connections together. We're helping develop relationships between older and younger women. And the beauty of it is that even if you're not in the group more than a year or two years or three years, these really are relationships that are going to continue for all eternity because we have that common bond in Christ. And so that's really the heart behind it. We've heard from so many women that aren't near their moms or, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't really, they're fearful about parenting or they're just struggling in career. They just want somebody to speak into their lives who's a little bit older, who's walked a path a little bit further down the road. Yeah. And that's the heart behind FFE, is just to encourage one another, older to younger. But I have to say, the younger women encourage the older women. And let, I can speak from experience. I'm now in the older group. <laughs> we are so blessed and encouraged by spending time with these younger women. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be launching that again. Uh, we'll uh, give you the opportunity to sign up. And basically, that means we'll be looking for women who are older, let's say, in their mid-40s or above and have some bandwidth and would just like to spend time with some younger women. That's really all it is. It's an act of hospitality, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, which is so important. So we'll be looking for some older women who want to sign up and say, yeah, I, I would love to be on that team where I could host a once-a-month dinner to have these young women either in my home or a co-leader's home. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be opening the door to younger women and saying, hey, this is your chance. Come and spend time with three or four other younger women and three or so older women at fellowship dinners that meet once a month. It's relaxing. There's no prep ahead of time. You don't bring anything as a younger woman. You show up and we love on you and we encourage you. We spend a little time in the word. We pray together. We laugh a lot. And so we'll launch that. Sign up will happen. And, um, you know, if you feel comfortable and you're ready to meet back in someone's home in small groups of eight to 10, it's for you. Yeah, I love that. Tremendous. Uh, I, uh, one of the things that has marked me, and, and just like you said at the beginning, uh, you know, even though Bible study is a big part of what our, our all our ministries do, particularly women's ministry, uh, is the fact that the time and preparation that you and the leaders put into the material, uh, this is, uh, speaking honestly, this is you produce incredible content. Uh, your leaders, your heart for women, uh, this is not some separate individual ministry. We want our women of Grace Bible to understand how to interpret Scripture, how to apply Scripture, how to handle Scripture in its context and grow a love for the Lord 
and his word. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, what your plans uh, are? I know they're, they're still brewing a little bit, but you're getting a little more clarity on that. What, what does uh, women's ministry uh, Bible study look like? Timeline or maybe some ladies that are listening that aren't, haven't yet been involved in that way. What are, what are some ways you tell them to, to encourage reaching out? Well, first, thanks for putting in context what we do. Um, it is women's Bible study in that women come. Sorry, guys, you're not invited. And, but it's not fluffy Bible study. Right. It's, not it's not women-directed yeah. Bible study. It is studying mm. God's Word and doing it with women because right. sometimes it's great to just have the freedom to be transparent and honest in a like-gendered group, just like a men's Bible study. Yeah. There's nothing light or fluffy about it. We're right. digging into the Word of God. We're we're looking for precepts, and we're unpacking theology and doctrine, mm-hmm. and we're understanding what it means in the context of how do I live as a believer in light of that. Mm. Um, and you get to do it with women and coffee and yeah. you know snacks. So what's better than that? <laughs> uh, and so we will be starting again. Uh, obviously, we're making some changes and. We're also having to tweak the timeline. We usually start early in September. Mm -hmm. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to still start in September, Mm -hmm. but we're going to start with an at-home, individually guided preview of the study that we'll be starting together in a group in October. Mm -hmm. So you will get a link to some online audio Mm -hmm. that you'll listen to. Some of you have done our Holy Spirit study before, where we looked at the ministry of the Holy Spirit from the beginning of Genesis all the way to the end of Revelation, both who He is as a person, how He operates in the world, and how He operates within us in the church. Mm -hmm. And since we're about to study Acts, da-da, drum roll, there's our study. Since we're going to be studying Acts, which is really the Acts of the Holy Spirit, Spirit, uh, we need to know who he is. And so it will be a preview for some women, a review. Mm -hmm. And for other women, it will sort of be a quick refresher or a a quick course in who the Holy Spirit is. So you'll get the links and you'll have an at-home listening guide. Mm -hmm. You will do that through the month of September. We'll come back the first week of October and we will meet at the church in person for Bible study in the book of Acts. We're still tweaking what the timeline will be, how late we'll go into the semester. This is a study that will cover both spring and fall, so it's it's the whole year study. We will offer one online opportunity for discussion groups. So if you don't feel, if you have an underlying condition or circumstances don't allow you to come for whatever reason, yeah. then you'll have the opportunity to watch the video for the teaching online, and there'll be one opportunity for small group. Um, and so we hope, we hope that'll accommodate everybody. But for those who are ready to come back... We'll be taking temps at the door. We'll space people out. (laughs) We'll make sure food is sanitized. We're going to make it safe and comfortable where you're going to feel like you can come and really just focus on fellowship and the Word. That's great. Yeah, you mentioned food. Uh, Linda, your mom made the most unbelievable chocolate chip cookies I've ever had yesterday. Dude, I brought some (laughs) home to Megan, and Megan said, I don't know that I've ever had a better chocolate chip cookie. Incredible. A touch of sea salt. That salt. salt. A little salt on the top was to die for. Unbelievable. I ate my second box this morning for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) She's the bomb. uh, She's a great cook. Yeah, it was incredible. With a great heart. Yeah. So so ladies, be sure and take advantage of this opportunity. Because Linda cooks for our Tuesday night group. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And so we're working. She is one of those with underlying conditions. And so (laughs) she'll need to do the home study Mm -hmm. online for now. Maybe in the spring she'll be back. But she's still going to figure out a way to prep the food at home, put it in different individualized containers. We really want to offer the full experience of Bible study that we've come to know and love. And we're just going to figure out how do we do that in COVID days. That's good. You know, I want to speak a little bit to the multi-generational component. We talk a lot about grace, even though we're a church 
uh, located close to the campus. We want to reach college students, see them come to know Christ, and we want to weave them into the life of the church in all generations, every season, uh, every age and stage, as commonly said. Uh, how has multi-generational ministry impacted you uh, through your years at Grace Bible, uh, and, and what's your hopes for what that looks like? I know you told us about FFE a little bit, but to speak to the person, you know, I think in COVID times, people maybe get have gotten more isolated than they've ever been. So whether it's a single mom, whether it's a, a widow, uh, you know, a, a married person with, a, with a, a busy home life right now, how would you speak to them and encourage them to, to not use those seasons maybe as, an, uh, as a reason to hide individually, but how this, your ministry, this, the Women's Ministry of Grace Bible really is for multi-generations and multi-seasons? Well, I think that starts with it's what God's call is to us. Mm-hmm. And in obedience, it's not just that we serve, but in obedience is participating, just mm-hmm. being part of the life of the body. You know, we have arms, we have feet, we have legs. And, you know, that that encompasses not only gifts and talents and who we are, but different ages intergenerationally. Um, in my own life, I, I have benefited immensely from the investment of older women, starting when I mm-hmm. was a new married, women who would meet with me who were in their 60s and 70s mm-hmm. and who help shape my marriage and my parenting because mm-hmm. they help shape me as a believer in Christ. And, mm-hmm. and that's what we do for each other. Um, and, and what I had to offer was that just that freshness and that energy and also helping them see you're needed and they were needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a place for everyone. And so we've been so thankful that uh, women at Grace Bible Church have been so receptive to participate at every stage of life. And so Bible study and FFE, um, we have young women in their 20s. Uh, we've got our oldest participants in their 80s, and hmm. it is um, hmm. a benefit to everybody. I will say, just as a reminder, that FFE is for those who are out of college and older, but Bible hmm. study is open to all women. And some of our most delightful gals are our college students who come <laughs> and challenge us. And our women love loving on them. Mm. We have college students who have every semester jumped in and been part of leadership at Women's Bible Study. Mm. And so um, there's a place for everybody, really and we cool. need everybody in their place. Fantastic. You know, I know hospitality is a big mark of your life, and Tony is one of the kindest people I've ever met. He is, first off, I don't know... If, both of you are solar powered or what? The, but, the, the hubby is solar powered for sure. It is incredible. <laughs> he's the energizer buddy. Yeah, absolutely. He's always got an encouraging word. He's always wanting absolutely. how can I help with something or gathering guys together. Um, you know, so well, what mark would you encourage our people to practice hospitality in this in this season? I know that there are challenges and there are um, fears. So ultimately, I think when we have to do is, first of all, remember that God didn't call us to be fearful. That doesn't mean he calls you to go out without a mask. But the heart of it is, is that we still have to reconcile our trust in God in these things. Mm -hmm. And once we do that, then we can begin to ask God, okay, what does this look like for me? Regardless of whether you are someone who still feels that you need to be isolated or not, there are opportunities to pick up the phone, not text. Mm, yeah. I love text, but I think we've become dependent on a 99% text world. Mm. And um, you can't hear somebody's heart through a text. You can't right. hear the hesitation in their voice when they say, I'm fine. But what they really mean is I'm desperate for you to ask more questions. And so pick up the phone and call. That's a mark of hospitality. Mm. Basically, hospitality is inviting somebody into your life and saying, I'm available to be invited into yours. Uh, If you can invite people into your home or onto your front porch, 
please do so because right now there are people who are languishing in loneliness Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. yes, they can pick up the phone and call and I hope they will be the ones to do that. If that describes you, go first, Mm -hmm. go first, Mm -hmm. pick up the phone and call and invite somebody uh, to do something with you. But if not, um, will you reach out? Will you ask the Lord to put somebody on your heart, maybe intergenerationally uh, and Mm -hmm. see where that leads. But each one of us has that responsibility, and even in these days, we can find ways to make hospitality really the characteristic of our lives. That's tremendous. Uh, well, Stephen, this Sunday will be in John 15, 18 through sixteen fifteen, and uh, one of the marks that we'll see is is that mark of hospitality. Uh, the Jesus comforts his disciples. He also kind of sobers his disciples to realize that the world is inhospitable to Jesus, for he's not of this world, mm-hmm. and therefore. The world will be inhospitable to the messengers of Jesus. Uh, but a, a hallmark of a believer is a hospitality, a hospitality to the gospel uh, rather than hostility to the gospel. And that, that is, the gospel marks all that we do, the good news of Christ's life, death, resurrection, and, uh, and salvation to all who hope in Him. Uh, so as we come up on this Sunday, is there anything that you would want our people to be aware of as we uh, gather again this Sunday at 1030? Yeah, um, because... Uh, the gospel in and of itself, um, while it is hospitable, it is somewhat against um, to hear that someone is a sinner and needs Christ um, is partially uh, offensive in and of itself. Um, to see that the body of Christ as hospitable as it is, a family that, yes, that we admit that we absolutely need Christ. It's part of what we confess, even as we sing, as we hear the word, we have to admit that, yes, we're sinful, but we're broken together, right? And um, so the fact that we're all united through Christ, uh, Christ is the great unifier of people. Um, and so, you know, Grace Bible, I, I do want to encourage you, you you are a, a hospitable people. You know, you are people who are um, by God's grace, loving and encouraging, and you're equipped by the Holy Spirit to to be uh, an encouragement to one another by administering the gospel to each other um, and to the newcomer that comes. Um, and so as an opportunity, as we are getting ready, you know, here in the next few weeks for college students to start coming back into town, new professors, new whatever, whatever it is, whatever the Lord decides to bring to our community uh, we have the opportunity to extend that hospitality. So, so some of the ways I'd probably encourage our church is come a little early and come ready to to um, to greet people and to encourage them as they come through the doors, maybe new faces. We saw some new faces here this past Sunday, and it was great to be able to engage with those new people and offer a hospitable and caring um, environment to them. I saw people swarming around new people from a safe distance, uh, but still like uh, greeting them. And so come ready to do that before and stay late after um, to talk with new people and and bring them right into what is our wonderful family of, of believers here. And then, um, you know, if you would, I, I think I said this last week or maybe the week before, if you'd like to come maybe even a little bit earlier at 10 o'clock, we do pray for uh, our service and for those that will be here. Uh, if you'd like to join us, we meet right there at the, at the front of the, the sanctuary um, to pray uh, over our time and over those that will be here. And so if you'd like to join us for that, we would love to, to have you there for that. Um, and then I think just prayerfully uh, come prepared yourself to be readily uh, um, 
well, to, to, to readily engage um, singing and hearing from the Word. These are all active things that we do. We pray together. We uh, intake the Word together, and then we respond to that. And so um, as you come in through the doors, pray yourself. Pray as a family before you get out of the car, ready um, to worship this week. So we're going to be singing um, the song that we introduced a few weeks ago called Only a Holy God. Um, and so, um, he really is unique. There's no one like him. Only he could do what he has done. And, uh, and so he's worthy of, of praise and worship. So, um, so yeah, it's an exciting time. Uh, lots of things going on and, um, lots of ministries about to ramp back up and get started. It's an exciting time to be plugged in and involved. So very good. Well, Kim, thank you for giving us a vision into women's ministry. And uh, this, this this season has had many challenges for all ministries, but you've handled it with grace. Mm-hmm. Well, God is good and faithful. And mm-hmm. as long as we hang in there together, I think we're going to be okay. That's yeah. it. Very good. Well, looking forward to seeing everybody this Sunday. We'll see you there.